come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we're going to talk about taking care of yourself when things get hard and stressful because we all know that teaching is a stressful, stressful job sometimes. And there will be it bad is. days. There are. <laughs> that's, that's all true. And Christmas time especially, I don't know, there's lots of hard times, but Christmas time especially is a, is a time that is pretty stressful for teachers. And I saw that Netflix put out a new movie called The Christmas Prince. And yes, I've watched mm-hmm. it. <laughs> of course you have. And it's a record number. That's right up your alley. That's right up my alley. (laughs) And it's a record number of people that have watched this show. It's just one of their biggest movies. That means they're going to make more of them. Good for you. Of course, they're going to make more. You can watch more of those. In fact, they put out a statistic today that um, 53 people have watched that show. 18 times (laughs) (laughs) and when I read that I couldn't help to think that uh, it's probably teachers as I was watching it today on Netflix while I was eating my lunch for the 18th time was it were you one of the 58 it was my first it was my first (laughs) but I'm sure that I might well you know I'm only watching it during my lunch which is 15 (laughs) so it'll probably take take you a while to get through it's gonna take me the week to finish the movie (laughs) and then maybe I'll start again (laughs) because teaching is hard stressful so I think we should talk about different ways that teachers find stress at the workplace or in their job everywhere (laughs) (laughs) So I know that lots of times um, teachers become really tired and drained. Yes. What do you think about that? Well, I know that after I taught and went to get my kids from my friend's house, I sat down on her stairs and said, hold on a second, I'm going to take a little nap. And we both laughed, but I was really serious that I wanted to just (laughs) lay down on her stairs and take a little nap. Yeah, because it's tiring and it's draining and... And because you're always on, and especially kindergarten teachers and preschool teachers, there's there's really not a lot of rest. When I say I have 15 minutes at lunch to watch my portion of the Netflix to, movie, to have a few I minutes really, off, I really do. I really have 15 minutes. Well, I minutes. think it's it's mostly, I don't know. I feel like I get tired just from the mental load. It's a big mental load of teaching. You you're keeping track of a lot of balls in the air at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of physicality to it also, but I think mostly what wears me out is just how much I'm keeping track of. I think most teachers physically, um, it's not, I mean, I'm physically tired a little bit, but really you're... Your body you're, is kind of used to that. You're pace. mentally tired. <laughs> I think it's mental. I, I think it's a lot right. of mental I exhaustion. I think, I think it's mostly mental and emotional exhaustion that that you feel. And I've honestly sat in a chair and been asleep because <laughs> you're just so you're just trying to shut your brain off. Just for a few and, seconds. You're so tired. Just for a few seconds. So I think some things that teachers can do for themselves to help being tired and drained is 
don't try to run so quickly, you know, be kinder to yourself. Mm-hmm. So what are some... Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we do that a lot. Oh, no. And it kind of goes to the next thing that I think a lot of teachers have, and that's um, a hard time sleeping. Because you because lay at least down, for me, and then all of a sudden you think of all the things. Okay, I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do this tomorrow. Oh, I got a great idea. I always get ideas for lessons when I'm supposed to be falling asleep. I do too. <laughs> and my brain just doesn't turn off. And I'm thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need to get this. I need to do this. Oh, dear, I forgot to pack this. I, I need this. And, and it's... I don't know, something about night that your wakes your brain up. <laughs> well, your brain's and supposed to fall organized. asleep and it says, no, I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm going to plan lessons instead. <laughs> yeah. So I think some things that you can do is um, before you go to bed, I try to, when I'm feeling in those um, stages of the hard time sleeping, mm-hmm. I try to write things down right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm like make a little list of what I'm doing the next day and try to dump it from my brain. Onto the paper. Yeah, onto the paper and then go to bed and read um, a novel. I don't have a lot of time to read novels, but I try to read one chapter a night of a novel that has nothing at all to do with school Mm. or teaching or children. And I think that helps a lot. Just to... Get your brain re- ready to relax. Mm-hmm. Not think about school for a minute. Another thing that I've been doing this season, because I'm having a particularly stressful school year, mm-hmm. is I the topic have we been... chose has nothing to do with what's going on. <laughs> no, in has nothing to do our with real lives at all. Because of my real stressful Not job at this all. year, all nothing to do. I with that. have been rewarding myself. I have little rewards for myself. And one reward I have to do before I go to bed is I've been watching um, the Christmas stories, the beautiful Christmas stories of, what's that actress that was Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Melissa Joan Hart? Yes. She, she has, produces she them has all beautiful on the Hallmark I've heard of these. Yes, and I've been watching. You'd think I would I, know what Clarissa explains it all is up to lately, but I. And don't. your dad is trying to be so kind to me because <laughs> he knows I've been having a lot of stress, and he knows that it, watching these movies is helping me mm-hmm. wind down. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he can take another one. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, last night he said, "If you want to finish this one tomorrow." You can go ahead and finish it, <laughs> like, aka please, please stop making me watch Please these finish movies. it without me and stop making me watch them. Yeah. So you you try to read novels that are not about school, and you try to watch just you reward yourselves with just whatever you want to watch. Mm-hmm. What else helps? And um, Another thing, not so much with sleeping, but with being tired and drained and stressed out, mm-hmm. is I have a reward when I get home from school. Mm-hmm. Now, I, your, your children are my reward. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like at the end of a day that I survived, I come and I FaceTime my grandkids. And it's just, you know, so sweet. Sweet to me. They've... And I I love cherry coke, <laughs> and your dad found me some um, 
Italian soda cherry Coke. Mm -hmm. And they're just little, like, seven-ounce, eight-ounce bottles mm -hmm. of them. It is so delicious. <laughs> and, and if I survive a day, I get to drink one. <laughs> so, you know, whatever kind of things that you can reward yourself. When, when I lived in um, Moab, I had the best reward of all is I had water aerobics. And I was going to say something that makes me feel better is I don't beat myself up about getting any exercise in or not because I don't want it to be like a, I don't want it to be a thing I have to do. I want it to be something I get to do. But whenever I do get the chance to exercise, it, it does help. And I think that we need to look at it as a reward. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you're forcing yourself to exercise and it, it becomes a must-do, it, it tends to add to your stress. But if you look at it more as a reward, I get to go to the gym tonight if I survive yeah. the day. <laughs> then I think that and it's really healthy. Yeah. Another thing is eating healthy meals. Yeah, that, Which that doesn't tough. work. I'm trying to shove mac and cheese in everybody's mouths. And... Well, it's because you have very finicky children. I have such finicky children. You know what one of my rewards is, though? I uh, My kids are so finicky that they they are so picky about what we eat. But I like to eat real food. And I'm tired of fighting with them over meals. So I got myself a subscription meal box every once in a while and so whenever that meal box comes and I get to make and eat some real actual food that's my reward some nights is this is mom's night for dinner we're gonna make something full of vegetables and really really cooked like a yummy dinner and I don't care if the rest of y'all eat it this is my night for dinner <laughs> this, this is my reward I think those meal subscriptions are really a great thing for a busy teacher, uh, mom, wife, person. <laughs> because, well, even a, a single person, a single teacher. Because it is something that will keep healthy meals in your home. And I thought that you just, it was like you had to do it. But you really can stop and go with those Yeah, I don't do it all the time, but I... But it's kind of a reward I give myself every once in a while is, yeah, because, you know, I'm getting a meal delivered this week and I don't have to worry about grocery shopping this week. That's another thing that helps is I had my groceries delivered this week because I just wasn't making it to the store and I wasn't making it to the store. So I called the grocery store and they had a, they have a meal delivery service and I had them deliver my groceries and it cost me an extra $11, but it was worth those $11. Wow. $11 <laughs> it was, is all it cost you that in gas. I know it would have cost me that in gas, but I had my groceries delivered to my doorstep and it was very helpful. That was another reward I gave myself is you don't have to go grocery shopping. The groceries are coming to you. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's the kind of things you need to look for. And and times have changed so greatly. I mean, now you can, and I'm sure it doesn't cost much extra, does it? To, you Now you can call the store and go to the pickup window yeah, and yeah. pick up your groceries. You don't, I could have had them, I could have done pickup too, and that would have cost even less. The delivery was more, pickup was only a few dollars more. 
and man that's a that's a lifesaver sometimes too that was a lifesaver for me when I wasn't teaching when I was just staying home with a 15 month old and a baby and Mm-hmm. The idea of going into a grocery store gave me a conniption fit that saved my bacon <laughs> so many times. Like, I'm going to be in the car. Bring the groceries to me, please. <laughs> I can't get out of the car. I don't know how. Yeah, grocery delivery and grocery pickup kind of, is the best thing ever. I think also kind of related to food is be careful what you're keeping in, in your desk. And I really... I have no idea what I, you mean by that. Go on. <laughs> oh, you mean in your desk at school? I don't food have wise. any food in my desk at school. Because I know that... But people um, keep giving me candy bars, and they go in my desk, and then I eat them, and then I feel gross. So maybe, Okay, there you go. Maybe you have a point. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Like today, one of my aides asked for if I had a piece of chocolate, because she wanted to give a kid a prize, and... I said, no. And she said, don't you have some chocolate in your desk? And I said, no, but I have some peanuts and I have some dried apples. You know what? I think that brings up an interesting point because I think we need to make sure we choose rewards that are actually rewarding because there have been many nights when I thought I'm going to reward myself with some chocolate. And I'm coming to realize that I either like don't actually process chocolate very well or have a chocolate allergy or something because every time I reward myself with chocolate I feel really sick afterwards but I I know you just told me that I probably am but I keep doing it I keep forgetting (laughs) why do I keep forgetting that I'm gonna feel gross if I eat some chocolate (laughs) I keep thinking this is my reward and it's not much of an allergy pill (laughs) (laughs) but I, I you know some things we do don't actually make us feel better in the long runs or even in the short run in the case of the chocolate and me Mm because it doesn't take long for me to feel nasty yeah well tonight i did um reward myself with those lind round chocolate balls now those don't make me feel nasty maybe it's just the cheap chocolate (laughs) because it's the cheap chocolate (laughs) cheap chocolate makes me sick but the that kind of chocolate oh no that's 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 a true reward that's a, yeah, so reward yourself with expensive Reward chocolates. yourself with the good stuff. So I think another thing that is stressful in teaching is teachers are really hard on themselves because we always know that there's more we can do mm-hmm. and better ways we can do things. And so we get a lot of self-doubt and feelings that we're not good enough. And And, you know, I was thinking about it this and you can tell me if this is an accurate train of thought I went down but I had my evaluation and I was so so nervous for my evaluation because when I was a student I was like the A student and I always got perfect grades and I was just so nervous that the evaluation wouldn't go well and I wanted the perfect score on the evaluation really really bad but I think as a teacher we have to let go of that a little bit because we're not in control of the whole puzzle there's another person on the other end, you know. There's, in my case, 22 little people on the other end of the equation. And so I can't I can't make them, you know, am I making any sense? I'm, yeah, and, and teacher evaluation has changed so much. It used to just be like um, a principal could come in and look for five things. 
and now teacher evaluation has changed that a principal has to come and look for 555 <laughs> students. And they've really, a lot of states, our state in particular, is setting it up that no teacher will be able to even get near a perfect score. Well, and I, they want teachers to actually score adequate. Yeah, and and you know what? He told us that before he even came in for the evaluation that, you know, in some things you'll get a really good score. Some things you might get a perfect score, but he doesn't have that expectation of a perfect score in everything. That's not now, the goal. Now, this is my problem. My problem is in 25 years, I've had a perfect score in everything. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> So that's why you're that the, that's is, why you do this podcast. <laughs> that's stressful. That's stressful. Because you, you have to live up to that every year. Yeah. You can't let it go. Yeah. I, so honestly, um, I don't know. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that j- just like you said, I mean, I think people worry too much about evaluations and people worry too much about is your classroom perfect or is is my lesson perfect because it is it is great if you've planned it and you're prepared it's great I think we do better than we give ourselves credit for Uh, exactly exactly and it kind of reminds me of the next thing that I think that we all suffer from at least I do Mm -hmm. is um Pinterest what did we call it we named it something Pinterest We called it Pimpression. Pim-pression. You look at Pinterest, Pinterest and you get Pimpression. I get Pimpression. <laughs> and it's FOMA, fear of missing out, fear of not being perfect. And I think that we just need to step back from that. I read somewhere, I can't remember who wrote it, but they said that Pinterest is looking at everybody's best day hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Shot with a beautiful camera. Yes, (laughs) all of us do one great thing every day. Everyone does one great thing every day. But we don't do 7,000 great things Mm. every day like we see on Pinterest. And I think it can be really overwhelming. Well, and I think it's hard to focus on the good things you're doing Mm -hmm. when you think about yourself. You look at everybody else and you see all the good. And I think sometimes we look at ourselves and we see the one thing that went wrong and we can't overlook that and look at all the good things that happened, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. that one thing. But I think the nice thing about teaching is every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. And the one bad thing that happens one day, it'll be gone the next day. Every every That's day true. is a new start. And so... And I think sometimes, you know, I think we said before, just pick the one thing you want to be good at this year. Don't think you Mm -hmm. have to be good at everything every year. Just pick one thing, one thing you're going to work really hard at and one thing you're going to make really nice and let the rest of it go. Let it go away. Like maybe you really want to do some great guided readings this year. Well, then make that the one that you're going to spend you know, a little more effort on it, but realize you're, you're one person. Mm-hmm. And, Amen. And I'm, I think Pinterest is great. I like to look at Pinterest, but I think that every time before I go onto Pinterest, I remember that quote. This is, this is a snapshot of everybody's best thing, not 
what one person did in one day. <laughs> one person did, <laughs> didn't do all of those lessons in their classroom on the same day. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. And another thing I think in teaching, which is a really odd thing that happens, but I suspect it happens to everyone, is that you feel alone. Mm-hmm. Even though you're surrounded by all those children <laughs> and you have all those colleagues in your building, teaching really is kind of an island. Even if you have PLCs and even with, with um, even if you have a perfect staff and a great support system, you're still kind of alone. That's why it's nice whenever parents come in to help you out because then you're like, yay, there's another grown-up in the room with me. <laughs> I can talk about grown-up things to you. <laughs> so what do you do about when you feel lonely? I watch The Christmas Prince on Netflix. <laughs> you take 15 minutes to watch adults on Netflix during your lunch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and what I kind of mean by being alone is that lack of support system around you is another way you can feel alone. Yeah, I think there's been times when I felt a little bit lonely at school, but I think with patience, you find your people. Mm-hmm. I think I've always, I've, I've always found my people. Sometimes it takes a little while, and sometimes... It's my mom on FaceTime at night. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's kind of a good tip is be patient to find your people. Is that a good tip? I think it's a good tip because it doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't. Yeah. My very best um, teacher friend, I really hardly knew her the first maybe three years of teaching in the building. I mean, even though I taught next door to her, you know, I just was busy with my kids and teaching and running home. And and she was just one of the teachers in the building, and now she's a dear, dear friend. So it takes time to find your people. Another thing I find a lot in teaching is negativity in the school among the staff. I think teachers are, as a whole, are just so busy and so stressed out trying to get everything done. And, you know, there's testing, assessments, and standards, and, you know, we can go on and on and on about all the pressures. And I think a lot of times it can breed negativity in the workplace. Well, I think it doesn't matter what job you have. There will be negative people in any job you have. And I think the best thing I've discovered about negativity in the workplace is if you stay away from it, it won't follow you. Mm-hmm. Just just it really stay won't away. You at all, will it? If you yeah. go in a room and somebody's having a conversation and it's a negative conversation, sometimes it's tempting to join in. But don't do it. Walk away from it. Get out of the room. Go somewhere else. Because no good comes of it. Don't you think? No. Just stay away. Nothing, nothing good comes of it. Because first off, it involves you in stuff that you don't even need to really be involved in. And it makes you have negative thoughts. It adds to your stress. So, yeah. 
And I know lots of people like the workroom, but I well, and it's, avoid the I, teacher's lounge I think, lounge you know, if it ever completely. starts to go somewhere negative, if you're ever having a conversation with somebody and it starts to go to a negative place, then I, you, I think you have to be conscious of it because it happens. And you have to make an effort to turn it around, you know. Or don't respond, you know. Somebody makes a comment that's negative, don't respond and change the subject. <laughs> It, I just, yeah. it, I found one time that I can't remember where I read it or heard it, but I have always tried this and I found it really works that if I, if somebody says something negative about someone else to me, like if they say, oh, Miss Anderson is just doing blah, 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 blah. I have found that if I say, you know, I, that's not my experience with her at all. So I don't, I don't really know. And so if I always just say that, well, that hasn't been my experience with her. It then it the negativity stops, and you know you can move on pretty easy from it. And even if it has been my experience with Mrs. Anderson, I'm not going to let anybody know it. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing is to have a support system. Have someone that you can unload with. Because maybe Mrs. Anderson really is driving you crazy, but, you know, that negativity needs to not um, be broadcast to other people or around the school. But have someone you can, like, go home and unload to. At home. Um, unload at home. At Don't home. unload at school. Unload at home. <laughs> yeah. But it, you're not being negative that if you're unloading at home, you're just down, what's downloading to sure. a support person. Yeah. You know, we have to talk to people and we have to talk about things that are bothering us. Yeah. And, but it doesn't need to be with, to, with people at work because that needs to stay a positive. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. It just, whenever I've had, whenever I've aired my laundry in front of people at work, it never works out well. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't it work out well. out well. So hey, here's a like great I can tip. tell you, I can tell my husband, I can tell my dog, but I'm not yeah. gonna go there with anybody at work. No, because it never turns out well. Never does. Every time I've done anything like that, it always bites you. So never do it. So we've talked a little bit about kind of short-term solutions for if you're t feeling, you know, tired and drained and kind of the stress of teaching is getting to you. Um, and short, uh, for the most part, short-term solutions are the answer. And if you could just go exercise and eat healthy, read novels and watch The Christmas Prince, you can immediately <laughs> feel better. And you will. This episode of Kindergarten Kiosk yourself. brought to you by The Christmas <laughs> Prince on Netflix. <laughs> but, you know, there's long-term solutions for um, teacher burnout. I, I think there, there have been times when I needed to change. <coughs> I definitely needed to change. I mean, my very first year of teaching was really, really hard. And I was really miserable. And then I changed grades, and everything changed, and everything was better and amazing and wonderful. And you found your people. And I found my people. They were in a different grade. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I found them, and it made everything so much better. Okay. So after a while, I needed another change, so I changed schools, and I met more amazing people and learned new things. And 
that was a really good change. And then there came a point where the change I needed was to stay home with my kids for a while. And that was a good change. Now I'm back part-time. That's a good change. So I think... Yeah, I think I think changes are great. And um, for me, I just stayed in the same classroom for a lot of years. I was in the same classroom for 17 years. And the way I got my changes was I rearranged my furniture. I, you know, changed my schedule and things like that. So you can make changes just... Um, within your own room if you don't feel like you want to change grades or schools just kind of change try a new way of teaching bring in some stem bring in a dramatic play center try something new yeah I've had forced changes of schools and the school I had been at for 19 years it was really hard and traumatic to leave and I thought I'd never ever ever be happy in teaching and then I moved to um, my new school that I'm not that I was at last year, <laughs> but I taught there for five years and I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and I learned all kinds of new things from new people and and so even if you have forced changes, because a lot of women have forced changes because of their husband's employment, you know you can find a lot of happiness in those changes. Now this year <laughs> is a whole it's a whole different story. story. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I think in conclusion, the best advice that I can give anyone is fill your tank. You know, if you're, when you're feeling empty, fill it. If you are tired and drained, then reward yourself with exercise and eat healthy and read books that have nothing to do with school. Read, watch Hallmark Channel Christmas shows. And if you Watch. really need a break, then Free Choice Day never hurt any kindergartner ever. So, And in fact, it's actually good for them. It's good, good for, for them. them. So if you need to give them Free Choice one day, do it. Yeah, my kids <laughs> think Free Choice Friday is for them. Free Choice Friday is 100% for me. <laughs> but it's so good for them that it's okay. It's so good for them. And another thing is stay organized and... And, you know, keep your, make lists and keep on track of where you're going. Because it really helps. It will help with um, the stress if you know what you're doing. And remember when you look at Pinterest that someone didn't make all that in one day. And how about only judge yourself against yourself? How about that? Don't judge how you're doing as a teacher based on the teacher next to you or your mom or <laughs> or you just, anybody you else just judge you, you against you yeah you are you and and you can't judge yourself against last year's class because like last year I had the perfect kindergarten class and this year I have a really hard one and I can't judge myself this year against myself last year or I will start to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just have to, don't judge yourself. Just know you're doing the best you're doing and just keep your tank full. And be kind to yourself and find your friends. Find your peeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody, we just want you to have a great year, a great school year and take care of yourself. And have a good Christmas break and or winter break and take care of yourself and try not to think about school 
and rest and relax and regroup. Fill your tank. Don't watch that Christmas Prince I think we should Prince give a free movie, product. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give a free product. We're going to give a free product? Okay, what are we giving? Okay, how about my guided reading strategy posters? I love it. That will be a, that'll cut down some planning for everybody. So Lindsay will put the link on our podcast um, on our webpage. And the link will be... The code. What's the code? Uh, code. I don't know. How about we care? We care about all of you and we want everyone to fill your tank and have great school years. Sounds good to me. So the code is W-E-C-A-R-E, no space, no capitals. And you can download that, those uh, guided reading posters for free. Merry Christmas. And you even have lessons with them. I've been using them. I like them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're great reading strategies. I mean, there's there more, are more than posters there. Yeah, there are actual... posters and lessons to go with them. So you'll have a a lesson to go with. You're going to love reading. them, so make sure I you go like download them. them. <laughs> I made them they're just great. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, that's what I like about our products. We just made them, our for, our, make them for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I'm making a new product that's a, shape, a Christmas shape book. And, you know, that, and then I'm going to put it on because that's how all of our products are made. We make them because we make them for ourselves. And we just want to have other people have the opportunities to use them if they want to. If you want to hear more about us, then you, (laughs) so if you want to find our products, make sure you go to kindergartenkiosk.com. And if you want to write to us, you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. And we just want to thank everybody so much for listening and for sharing the podcast with your friends. It's it's really nice to know that you're out there. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators by educators for more information visit edupodcastnetwork.com that's e d u podcastnetwork.com now can i listen to it